episode number 35. Listen to this when you receive negative feedback. At some point or another, we have all received negative feedback, whether it was from a person in our lives that we're in a friendship with, a romantic relationship with, or maybe it's a boss or a colleague. In this episode, I'm going to give you five questions you need to ask yourself when you receive negative feedback. We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week, I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within, replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. All right, everyone. Today, we're talking about negative feedback. And feedback, it happens in life, whether it's feedback from anyone, someone that we're in a friendship with, a romantic relationship, feedback in the workplace. Feedback happens all of the time. Feedback even happens on social media. So what happens when someone shares something negative to you about you? And whenever you put yourself out there, which is just a part of life. When we show up in life, we're opening ourselves up to negative feedback. And I could think back to so many different times I received negative feedback from being a professor and getting student evals that were definitely negative, like straight up very negative, and um, getting negative feedback as a fitness instructor, getting negative feedback in relationships. And whenever at least for me personally, whenever you get negative feedback, it, it for me feels like just like a punch to the gut. Like it sometimes it hurts, like not just a punch to the gut, but it's like a, whoa, like that really hurts to read that. I remember I had students give feedback before and one of them um, said something like, I, you laugh really loudly and it is really annoying or something. And it sounds so ridiculous when I say it now, like I could laugh at it and could see like how ridiculous is that, that someone took the time to write that. But I remember reading it being like, oh my God, like my laugh really is annoying. Like what can I do to not laugh as loud? And then I'm like, okay, no, like dial it back. Like when you get that gut punch reaction or when you feel that emotional rise after receiving negative feedback, whether it's feeling hurt, feeling defensive, getting angry, feeling aggressive, feeling like you don't want to come out of your room and you want to bury under the covers, whatever your response is, pause. Pause, take some deep breaths, and the best thing you can do for yourself is hit the pause button and give yourself time to to feel the emotions. Set your timer five to 10 minutes max, then take some deep breaths and ask yourself these five questions. And I say five to 10 minutes, but it might even be 
like a day or two. And then when you're ready, revisit those negative comments and ask yourself these five questions. So question number one, who is giving you this feedback? And I mean deeper than, okay, this is Becky Sue giving the feedback. Okay, but like, who is Becky Sue? Who is she? Is she a friend? Is she a colleague? What is her role and what is her perspective? So is it Becky Sue, someone who is further along than you are, someone who has experience doing what you're doing? And is Becky Sue someone whose perspective is spot on? Is it someone whose perspective is clouded? Is Becky Sue someone whose feedback you respect? Does it even matter what Becky Sue thinks? So question one, who is this person? And also, would I trade places with this person? Because something my mentor has always taught me is if you wouldn't trade places with that person, why are you accepting their feedback? And I think that is such a powerful question because if you wouldn't trade places with the person, why are you letting what they have to say about it impact you? Because chances are their opinion is just an opinion at the end of the day. It's not making you better. It's not challenging you. Why would you want to be like them? If you don't want to be like someone, why would you take their advice or why would you care about what their opinion is. So who is this person? Get your perspective right and figure out like where are they coming from? What is their role? And would you trade places with them? And one of my favorite quotes um, from one of Brene Brown's book is all about getting negative feedback. And she talks about how the man in the arena is the person that really matters. And it was a Theodore Roosevelt quote that she adopted in one of her books called Daring Greatly. And the quote is, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold time souls who never know victory nor defeat. And that quote was originally originally said by Theodore Roosevelt. And Brene Brown, her quote is, if you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. And I think that's another way of saying, if you wouldn't trade places with this person, or if they're not someone you respect, or someone who is also in the arena, why would you let their feedback impact you? So question number one, who is this person? Number two, once you evaluate who is this person, what is useful? What in this feedback is useful? So let's continue on with my student example who said, your laugh is really loud and annoying. Okay, well, what is useful? 
well, I can't change my laugh. Like, that's an innate characteristic. That is a part of me. I've been laughing this way since birth. And, you know, not not useful. However, like, okay, the useful part of it is it is loud. Okay, well, while speaking on a microphone, like, that could be useful. I could move the microphone away when I laugh. Like, noted. Okay. Like, that is the useful part. Okay, it's loud. Not everyone loves it. I can move the microphone. So even in silly feedback, like I would consider taking the time to type out that someone's laugh is annoying is pretty silly, but there could even still be useful information. So challenge yourself. What is useful here? Number three, what is not useful here? What in there can you just completely throw away? Number four, what do I know to be true? Focus on the facts here. What ingrained in that feedback is something where from what you're reading, you make up a story. So say, for instance, the laugh. When I first heard that, I was like, wow, my laugh is so annoying. And my mind instantly went to everyone thinks I'm so annoying. I shouldn't laugh like that. I shouldn't be as as out there or I shouldn't show myself like being that happy or cheerful like I really should tone it down and whenever we get negative feedback it triggers a cascade of memories and it often brings us back to something that happened when we were children or the first time that we were offended or we made up a story about ourselves so for me when I heard that I thought whoa like I could just think back to a time where I've always been, like, really silly and, like, really, like, even as a kid, like, I loved, like, goofing around and I've always laughed really loud. And I could think back to, like, a family member, like, saying, your laugh is the most irritating thing I ever heard. And this particular family member was having a bad day. I was a kid, didn't like that I was bopping around laughing, But it really bothered me. And I always will think like, oh my gosh, my laugh is so annoying. And it's just what my mind goes to because of this person saying that. So when I read that comment, my mind made up this story of my laugh is so annoying. Everyone hates it. I need to knock it off. I need to tone it down. So in that moment, focus on what do I know to be true? Okay, all I know here is that some some student wrote this. It's not useful about the laugh, but what do I know to be true? Okay, I know that it's loud and I could move the microphone away from my face when I laugh. (laughs) So really identify what story you're telling yourself and identify where is this coming from and how can I shift that story back to the truth. Number five, what can I learn about myself? What can I learn about others? And how can I learn lessons to move forward. So often feedback doesn't make it to question number five because we might realize by question number two that the feedback isn't very useful. So maybe by the time you get to question five there's not much to learn here other than reminding yourself that unless someone is in the arena you're not interested in their feedback. So maybe you don't even make it to question five but if there's useful information there figure out What can I learn here? What are the lessons you can walk away with? And how can you take the lessons and leave the rest? 
feedback is really challenging because it's hard work giving feedback. You want someone to give you feedback not from a place of their own insecurities or not from a place of their own scorned place. If, if they're you know, just not in a place where they're healthy enough to give feedback, you don't necessarily want someone from an unhealthy perspective. You don't want that feedback, which is why asking yourself those hard questions in the beginning, who is this person? Would you trade places with them? Are they in the arena? Does their feedback even matter? Because at the end of the day, you don't need anyone's approval. You are divinely created. I truly believe that. And you are here to do what you are created to do. And the opinions of others don't matter. As long as you're coming from a loving place, you're coming from the posture of integrity, you're presenting yourself from a place of excellence, and you're doing your best then don't let negative feedback break you. Consider the source, ask yourself the hard questions, give yourself time to feel bad, find a friend, let it out with a friend, let out the emotion, take the lessons, leave the rest, and remember if that person isn't in the arena, then why the heck are you listening to that person? It is not the critic that counts, It's the other men and women who are in the arena also getting their butt kicked. Those are the people that you want feedback from. Those are the people that you want to learn from. And feedback happens in relationships as well. So consider when when it comes up in relationships, what is useful about this and how can I move forward creating a win-win situation for us both so we both can thrive in this relationship. I hope you found this helpful and I will catch you in the next episode. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connolly underscore And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.